Hi, everyone. I'm Julie Gunlock, host of the Bespoke Parenting Podcast. For those new to the program, this podcast is focused on how parents should custom tailor their parenting style to fit what's best for their families, themselves, and most importantly, their kids. Today, I am so excited to be talking to Dennis Prager. Dennis, of course, needs no introduction, uh, but for, for the very few listening who don't know, Dennis is a New York Times bestselling author, columnist, and nationally syndicated radio host. He's a hero to many parents like myself. Um, and of course, he's the co-founder of Prager University. Dennis, it's so great to be with you today. Thanks for joining me. The joy is mutual. Thank you. <laughs> Look, today we're going to be talking about homeschooling. This is an issue you are very passionate about. Um, but before we get started, because this is the Bespoke Parenting Hour, I always like to ask my guests, what kind of parent were you? You know, there's a lot of labels today on parenting, and maybe maybe you combined a few different styles. Um, I certainly did. But how did you view parenting as you were raising kids, and how would you label your parenting style? That's a, it's a wonderful question, and I'm, I'm thinking, how do I properly respond? Well, I'll tell you one thing that both my sons would acknowledge in other words, if you ask them this, I know that they would say this. From the get-go, I said to them, the only thing I really care about, or the thing I care about more than anything else, let's put it that way, is their character. I actually said to them, I don't care what college you get into, and I don't care what if you go to college. I only care about your character. If you get into Harvard and I don't like your character, I will have failed. If you don't go to college at all and I like your character, I have succeeded. Number two, I, uh, I sought to be a parent. They can have a lot of buddies, but they only get one dad in the, in the normal scheme of things. And I was that guy. And I wanted to radiate fatherhood manhood to my boys no one is a perfect model but i aimed to be a, a good model of what a man should be uh, to my two boys that was extremely important to me and number three when i am called by new parents which is frequent and they say dennis give me one piece of advice regarding raising a child I this is the piece of advice I give them. Self-control is infinitely more important than self-esteem. So those are those are my three immediate answers to your question. Boy, that that's that's a great answer. And I feel like it's interesting. I do want to talk about homeschooling, but as the mother of three boys, I feel like that answer was so wonderful for parents of boys because some of the things that you suggested or you talked about it's not what boys are being told today uh, between toxic masculinity. Um, and, you know, when we think about what happened on the subway in New York city uh, with this madman, Jordan Neely coming in and threatening people. And then the, you know, the passengers are saved by this brave ex Marine. I mean, he's now indicted in New York um, for being a good person, for having good character, for saving others, for being brave. Um, it bothers me tremendously in our culture what boys are being told. Is that one of the reasons that you think homeschooling is a better way to go for parents? It is one, but the major reason is the schools are toxic. 
why would you play Russian roulette with your child? It, it is so amazing to me. Parents are sometimes, many parents are afraid of their kid going on a diving board. <laughs> something that was completely ubiquitous when I was a child and is, was ban banned in California home pools, uh, I don't know, 30 years ago. And, and uh, jungle bars and seesaws. The, that they've now, by the way, banned in California. There's a law, and it'll pass, of course, because the Democrats can pass a law that the earth is flat, and they on occasion do, uh, th that uh, Skittles will not be allowed because, among other things, it has red dye number oh, three in it. Oh, so that parents are, are worried about. Uh, but, uh, but sending their child to a place that from the get-go will say, you know, you can choose whether you're a boy or a girl right. or neither or both. And you can go back and forth. And uh, forgive me, I, I, I heard you inhale and I always stop when you <laughs> inhale. Well, gosh, I, you know, you just mentioned that the transgender issue, which is just this awful sort of, you know, as, as you have been very outspoken about this, it's this cult and, and it's spreading particularly among girls, but it was interesting just this morning before this podcast, I was scrolling through Twitter because I'm a masochist and, um, and I, I saw this clip of you in 2019 on the Bill Maher show warning people about just how radical it's going to get. And Bill Maher was sort of come on come on so this was not on the schedule of things to talk to you about but since i have you thank you so much because again you know you were ridiculed by him and by others at that time but we are there now we are there we are at this point where you know men are saying they can menstruate or, or breastfeed or what what have you and you predicted that very early on um so thank you and again i think this this cult that we're seeing among young people today is another very compelling reason to homeschool. But back on the homeschooling thing, I'm, I'm the queen of tangents, but I'm trying to control myself. Uh, let's talk about some of these, what people say are barriers to homeschooling. And I would love to get your thoughts on each of these things. And, and Dennis, I will tell you, these are the things I hear when I talk to parents and I say, you really should homeschool. You shouldn't put your child in the, I mean, I hear parents saying their kids are being bullied and attacked and, and they're, they're you're coming home. They can't do simple math. And I'm like, why aren't you homeschooling? So let's go through those. I work, my spouse works, you know, outside the home. What can I do? What's the answer? What do you say to that? Well, I have two answers. One is philosophical, moral, so, so psychological, and the other is practical. The, the first one is this. I have never met anyone who said, and I've met a lot of parents, a lot of parents, both through the radio and in person. I never met one who said, you know, I really regret that I homeschooled my child. The number I, ha I have met who have said, oh God, if I only homeschooled my child, my, kids, my kid was poisoned at school. I, I don't recognize him or her anymore, is, is in the millions. So that's the answer in the long run. So if you take a financial hit, move, move to a place that's cheaper. I know it's easy for me to say. It's, it's easy for me to say that if it's freezing out, wear a sweater. It doesn't make it wrong just because it's easy to say. Number right. two, I tell grandparents, 
to have more money than their children. What do you want to do, die with that money? Why don't you say to your child or your daughter or son-in-law or both, say to them, you know what? I will try to make up the loss that you have by sending my beloved granddaughter, by, by not sending my beloved grandson to school to be ruined, be potentially ruined, and have them homeschooled instead. A lot of grandparents are in better condition. They have much less debt. They have savings. Yeah. They have equity. And we're not talking about, I assume, a giant sum of money. If we're talking about a giant sum of money, then the spouse who doesn't make a giant sum of money can supervise the homeschooling. And I'm saying that as a man. It doesn't matter to me which parent supervises the homeschooling. But but that's that's the only answer I know of, other than the rare, and they exist, decent school that yeah. is committed to beauty, truth, and the like. The classical school. Yeah, um, which, well, uh, some classical. Yes. It's so easy to go woke. Uh, I, I had a Shabbat dinner, uh, Sabbath dinner, a few weeks ago, and a, a girl was visiting from a an Orthodox, an Orthodox school. I went to Orthodox schools myself. And she said that they were there's a girl there with preferred pronouns. Uh, wow. It really has infiltrated even areas that you don't think That's it would... Right. Yeah, yeah, and I really feel like the Catholic Church has been quite good about being a bulwark against this stuff, just refusing. And um, well, and, uh, the, the church, the church has, but I'm telling you, unless I'm getting real misinformation, the number of Catholics who tell me that oh. their Catholic school is woke is legion. I, I, I should really back that up. You're right because I have. I think I'm a little bit spoiled because I, I managed to find a Catholic classical school um, that is committed um, to a, a classical curriculum and I'm a little bit spoiled and I'm a little bit in a bubble now because, um, I, you know, to me, I'm like, Oh, the, the Catholic schools are all bulwarks against this. But I, I know that's not true because I have heard as, as you have, um, about that, but the curriculum itself is diocesan. And so that helps a little bit in allowing them to say no to some things. And, and I think that's, that's helpful, but you're right. It's not, it hasn't totally protected um, those kids and those schools, which again is a reason to homeschool ultimate control. Let's go through a little, another excuse that I hear the, I don't feel qualified. Um, you know, the, I got my kids out of public school and after during COVID and I have a certain amount of guilt that I didn't do it earlier. And I homeschooled. I did homeschool my oldest uh, for two years. And I have a certain amount of guilt that I didn't do it earlier. But I was a little bit prey to that. I, or I was a little bit a victim of that, of, of that narrative. And we do live in this culture of the credentialed class. And, you know, public school teachers saying, oh, you should really, you know, just sit there and be quiet. What do you say to people who think that, who are, who are, you know, vulnerable to those messages? Of being not qualified? Yes. I'm not. Uh, the thought of me teaching my child math <laughs> is, is, is a joke. It's, I recognize that. 
it is so much easier today than 10 years ago, let alone 25 years ago, to homeschool your child because there are so many groups that, uh, that are formed all over the country that make it feasible. You don't have to be your, your child's teacher. Oddly enough, because of the name homeschool, not oddly enough, I guess reasonably enough, people think, oh, that means the home does all the schooling. That's not true. Right. Homeschool groups do all the schooling. If you can, wonderful, more is the better. But if you can't, don't worry about it. I used Memoria Press as a curriculum for when I was homeschooling. And they actually had a Memoria Press Academy where my son uh, took, um, he took uh, biology because I am no, you should, no one should trust me to teach science. So, um, so that was great. Again, it was a combination, as you say, you know, you use online sources and you can use, and these are, these are often very affordable um, as well as the curriculum uh, is, is, is pretty affordable. It's a lot more affordable than private school. That's right. And again, the, the price paid, potentially paid, the percentage of kids in, in America today who say that they are LGBTQ uh, it is, what, 10 times larger than, than 10 years ago? The point is not anti-LGBTQ. It is anti a culture that confuses your child yes. about his or her sexuality. Yes. That schools in, in the most conservative places tell their teachers, don't call your students boys and girls because yeah. it's not inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, it, want, it, I want my son to think he's a boy and my daughter to think she's a girl. I, I don't understand why that's asking too much. This leads right into a, another question. Maybe among conservatives, this is less of a concern now, but the whole idea of my kids won't be socialized. What do you say to people who are worried about that? It's not true. I mean, it, it, it's an understandable worry. People have this vision that the only people a, a homeschool child relate, relates to is the parents or maybe a sibling, but it's not true. They are extremely well socialized. I, I meet so many and talk to so many homeschool kids. They seem to be so much healthier as a general rule. There are exceptions to every rule. That's why we call it a generalization. In general, you could spot a homeschooled kid in, in a nanosecond, if you know what to look for. For example, they're not jaded. They're, they're wide-eyed, optimistic. Yes. They embrace the world. They don't have a cynical, even sick view of the world that they are given from kindergarten as a yeah. kid. They missed out on drag queen story hours. For that alone, why would you keep your kid in a regular school? Life life tests us it does. and it, it is as simple as that and you may luck out your kid go to regular school regular high school and a normal college and come out wonderful that could happen and it does it's not the rule i i often feel bad for parents who say you know my kid went to uh, we were so close right. um my child was so happy 
And then they went off to now more than ever it's happening. They went off to high school and I suddenly noticed they were sullen, depressed. That's right. Had lots of anxiety. Then oh my god, my gosh, they go to college. Um, what I'd like I to I'd like to have a survey, but I I, I doubt if any secular source uh, would do this. And I'm not even advocating necessarily religious homeschooling, even though I'm religious, but just homeschooling. I I would like to see a a survey done. It, I'm sure it won't be, of the percentage of homeschool kids on antidepressants. Versus the percentage of non-homeschool kids. Will that, let's say it's dramatic. Will that move a parent to homeschool their child? That's, a, that's, a, that's so interesting. And, and, you know, I think you're right. I think the other thing that, um, that was so interesting for my son and I, when I started to homeschool him is, you know, of course I had always talked to my son. I was always very involved in my son's world, but but we were talking about, we were both learning at the same time. And we sort of, be, and I'm like you, I'm a parent. Bottom line, I'm a parent. I'm not your friend. I'm not your, mm -hmm. I don't hang out with you. I'm your parent. But um, but it did actually make us kind of enjoy this time together, learning together, discovering new things. And it makes that relationship, frankly, really interesting and complicated in a good way. Um, and I found that he wanted to talk about, he would discover something new in a book and he would want to talk to me about it. So it was, it was, it was a beautiful result of homeschooling, the closeness. It makes you closer with your kids instead of sending them off. And then you're like, where did they go? What happened to them? Um, another incredible benefit of homeschooling. One, one quick thing, and we're, and we're running up against time, but I want to talk to you about this. You know, I'm, I work at IWF, right. And we, uh, we, we're known for debunking the wage gap. Right. Um, but there is, interestingly, a bit of a gender gap when it comes to homeschooling. A lot of moms are doing it. What advice would you give to dads? And what, or how would you encourage more dads to get involved? And I'm not saying take it over, but maybe teach a class or, you know, take control of one area. Um, or ju I just think that more dads need a little bit more encouragement to get involved in this movement as well. So it, it's, a, it's a tougher question than it sounds. Obviously, if dads would be involved, it's wonderful because every dad has some expertise in something that would be of tremendous benefit to the kids. If it's to coach uh, them in, in, in athletics, if, if necessary, let alone in some arena of, of knowledge that the dad has. But I, I, I want to be realistic if the dad has taken on the great bulk of money earning yes in order for this to happen he he has made this possible <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, since you're a religious catholic uh, you you might enjoy this uh, i'm a religious jew and I've written books on judaism so in judaism the belief that it, it, there's no higher goal than studying Torah in the, the broadest sense of God's word. But there is a person, and I, I this is normative Judaism, there is a person who is considered as meritorious, if you will, as the one who studies. It is the one who makes the study possible by helping to build that that yeshiva, that that school, that that house of worship. The, the, it is a partnership. The person who does the teaching and studying 
and the person who makes it possible because he earns or she earns the money. So uh, if you're a dad and you're just taking on more in order to homeschool your kids, God bless you. Mm -hmm. If you can, I would just say to the fathers, the joy of teaching kids is tremendous. People have often asked, so if you didn't do what you were doing for a living, you know, writing and lecturing and all that stuff and radio, I said, oh, I'd be a teacher. I taught high school and I taught college. By the way, I found teaching high school more rewarding. Hmm. But that doesn't matter. I, I loved it. Yeah. So uh, th there's only good that can come from a home doing this for the father and for the mother. And I, I'll just add on here. If you're, if you can't get involved, as you say, if you are the major breadwinner and you're taking on even more in order so that your wife and children can stay home and homeschool, but boy, it helps. My husband was so supportive of me and so complimentary and kind. And that's another way to support your wife if she's doing it, because it really, it, that it and, and, wait, wait, let's not forget lowering the toilet seat. <laughs> I, I, Please. I, just I had to throw that in as a mother of three children, three boys. I'm really feeling that comment. So yes, thank you. Last question. You don't just promote homeschooling. You of course do a lot to support parents doing it. Let's talk a little bit about PragerU and the resources you offer parents. Honestly, I said you were my personal hero. My son, I think he's watched every single PragerU video. He is so excited about this. I am super, super cool mom to be talking to you right now. But I want to, I want to take, I want to take a moment to, to for you to talk about it, and so that parents know that they exist. You could use. We have so much material. You can use PragerU alone and essentially raise your child. I, I'm not talking about biology and math that, right. that you, you, we don't teach biology <laughs> or math. We teach life. We teach history. We teach meaning. We teach clarity. We teach logic. We, we do it in, in a fun way, but a very, but very seriously. We have, we have almost 600 five minute videos on virtually every subject by some of the most remarkable thinkers alive today. And we have an enormous literature, body of literature for little kids, which gives them a beautiful introduction to Memorial Day. What is it? What, do we, what does it even mean? The average American kid has no clue what Memorial Day means. Right. Increasingly, they won't even know what July 4th means. So yes, and it's all free because we have a tremendous amount of, of terrific people uh, who donate to make a, what we do possible. It's all free, PragerU.com. And we will put all of the links in this at the bottom of this podcast as well so people can find it there. Dennis, thank you so, so much uh, for coming on. You've certainly made me uh, made it easier for me to raise my kids and guide them. Um, and so on behalf of lots and lots of parents, thank you so much. My honor. Um, I've got goosebumps. I'm so excited to have talked to Dennis Prager. Um, so the Bespoke Podcast with Julie Gunlock um, is a production of the Independent Women's Forum. You can send comments and questions to me at julie.gunlock at iwf.org. Please help me out by hitting the subscribe button and leaving me a comment um, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Acast, Google Play, YouTube, and iwf.org. Hang in there, parents, and go Bespoke.